Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garland. And I'm Mike Spring. You remember how to do this? What, the podcasting <laughs> the, the thing? Pod, the whole podcast <laughs> thing? I mean, we, we, we recorded two or three in advance so we could take some time off during the holidays. And, and now I'm here going, how do we do this again? Yeah, it does kind of feel like we're starting all over again, it? It does it? sometimes. Yeah, exactly. But uh, Happy New Year to you. And um, I'm just thrilled that we've gotten some letters over the holidays that we can uh, answer some questions for some folks. And, and the first one, uh, I don't want to say self-serving, but she's interested in learning a little bit about how you and I got started in this uh, crazy business called voice acting. And so uh, you're going to read the, the letter and tell her story first? That sounds good. All right. All right. So this comes from one of our longtime listeners, Mary Z, um, who we've I believe we've read some of her letters on, on air before. So she's probably semi-famous in the podcast circle. Um, <laughs> Uh, she says, Dear Mike and Warren, I was listening to your last two podcasts and they had me thinking back to how I got interested in voice acting to begin with. My interest began with Julie, the interactive voice response agent for Amtrak. Cool. <laughs> do you know Do you know Julie? I know Julie. Okay. <laughs> well, the voice. Right. Uh, I used to call Amtrak a lot to check on train arrivals so I could pick up my brother coming in from New York City. Julie's voice was so friendly and it made me feel like she was really talking to me. Then it dawned on me that that was actually someone's voice. I loved it. Years later, I was reading from my Boston College alumni magazine, and there she was. I found out her name was Julie Setter, and she graduated from college seven years after I did. I became so interested that I started reading up on voice acting. And then she goes on to talk about how she went to one of our classes and she became hooked. And then she says, so to make a very long story short, I wanted to ask you both how you got interested in voice acting and how you became voice actors. I think a lot of us would be interested in your stories. Well, hopefully a lot of you will be because you're yeah. going to hear them. <laughs> and, and, yeah, right. And those that aren't, hey, this is a great time for a nap. That's right. All right. So don't, don't worry about it. Well, as, as you've heard us mention before, and I think we've hinted to some of this before, uh, my background is it was in radio. I started... Uh, saw my first radio station when I was not even a teenager yet and decided that's what I wanted to do. So by the time I was 16, I was on the radio. So my background really comes from there. And I recorded probably thousands of commercials in my 17 years as a full-time radio person. But about, oh, I don't know, maybe about 10 years into uh, being on the radio, I got a call from someone that I knew uh, that I had uh, volunteered with through public television. And she said, the folks over at the uh, Capital District Transportation Authority, these are the, the bus and, and train people here in the Northeast, um, they're putting together a, a phone system where people can dial in, and we're talking now the late 70s here, okay, where people can dial in and find out when their bus is going to be arriving at their stop, and they need a voice for, for that. So it's very similar to Julie. I was, you know, I was doing what Julie, uh, you know, did for uh, the CDTA, as we call it here, and that was my first experience kind of, if you will, outside of, of radio and outside of, um, you know, commercial work, if you will. So you called up, and, and well, well, here's how it worked. I went into this small booth. I mean, smaller than where I'm standing right now. And Mike can tell you, this isn't a big booth. <laughs> I went into this small little space with a little microphone, and I actually recorded just about every number known to man, every temperature known to man, every uh, time, date, you know, all those. Stuff. It was all phrases that the computer would then put together when someone dialed a specific number, you know, from their bus stop. So uh, so that's, that's basically how I got started. And from there, uh, you know, got into PBS work and you know documentaries and that sort of thing. So it's been all of that and I'm still doing the radio for fun on the side. So I would love to hear that like call in and just hear your voice being like 
The time is 3.42. And that's Temperature basically, is right. 70 degrees. Exactly. Your bus will right. arrive at. You know, <laughs> that's exactly what it was. Right. And, and you did it as naturally as you could, but you knew they were going to be putting these phrases together. A lot has changed, obviously, right. since that. Right. I mean, you know, witness Siri, you know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. Exactly. Well, like you, Warren, I actually started uh, when I was pretty young as well. I think I did my first voiceover job when I was about 14. Oh. Um, and I was living in Orlando, Florida at the time. And um, now Florida was an interesting uh, scene. This would be back in the late 80s, I want to say. I'm dating myself, but maybe the early 90s. Or let's just say it was five years ago. Okay, I'm, that's I'm really, for me. Yeah. really young. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, Orlando had kind of this sort of Hollywood East thing. This was the time they opened up the Universal Studios. They also opened the Disney MGM Studios, which is now called Hollywood Studios. And so I had been doing um, acting in like school plays and stuff since I was, you know, knee high to a grasshopper. And um, so when I got into my kind of early teenage years, I started branching out and doing a lot of on-camera work, a lot of Disney commercials and SeaWorld commercials and every theme park you can imagine. And so eventually... Uh, an opportunity came up through one of the talent agencies in town that mm. they that they had a voiceover division, and so I said, "Well, that sounds like something I can do." Um, so I uh, I kind of contacted them and I worked with them for a little while, and so my very first job was actually a, um, a Levi's jeans uh, spot for J.C. Penney's. Whoa! Uh, yes. Yeah, so How about not starting at the I, bottom? I, it's you all been downhill the from there. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was a pretty good. It was a pretty good gig and I, I went into uh, record at a studio and I'm um, pretty sure I was wearing shorts and t-shirt at the time which I wouldn't recommend now but I was 14 <laughs> it was Florida it was probably about a thousand degrees out right. um, and that was my first job and then I did I did some some more voiceovers from that I took some time off in my you know when I got to high school and had other things to you know to pay attention to um, but then as I you know as I got into my uh, professional life I, I rejoined the voiceover world and so here I am cool so that's me all right and and again, people come from every sort of background. All right, I mean, my my, you know, I was I grew up in a house with all these people, and, and he it, didn't even know most of them. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, you know, <laughs> we we got to be on first name basis oh, eventually. Good. But uh, no, five younger brothers and sisters. We lived in a in a very small home, and so it was just great when I found this radio station where you could be by yourself in one room. You know, right. I mean, it wasn't a huge room, but you were by yourself. You get peace and quiet. Yeah. So all of that plays into you know what what uh, you you know get to around to doing, if you will, with your life. But think about all the different folks from all the different backgrounds that have come through voice coaches over the years, Mike. Yeah, we've had, I mean, we've had everything from, you know, teachers and lawyers and speech therapists and business people and customer service reps. Doctors. I mean, doctors, psychologists, you know, we've had some really some really unique careers come through. We've had a, a chemical engineer and I think we had, um, we've had some military people come through. Sure. We've had people who, uh, we, keep, we don't even know what they do because they work for top secret divisions of the government. Mm. So, you know, it, it's interesting. People come from you know uh, everywhere and every background and every profession and get interested in voice acting because there's something universal about it you know it's all about at the end of the day you know using your voice to communicate a message and that's something that every single person does every single day sure uh, so you know it, it's a field that really attracts a wide variety of people and I think that's important to remember you know I think some people get caught up in thinking oh I have to have an acting background or oh I need to have a theater background or a marketing background you can have 
any kind of background and become a successful voice actor. So thanks for your email, Mary. It's uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping we didn't put you to sleep with those stories. And uh, if voice acting is, is something that you've always wanted to try, but just weren't sure where to start, we've got the class that's just for you. It's a single evening adult education class called Getting Paid to Talk that Voice Coaches offers at universities, colleges, schools, and recreation programs across the U.S. and Canada. And we could be offering this fun and educational class near you this January, this month. That's right. The week of January 20th, we'll be offering classes in Jacksonville, Florida, and Winston-Salem, Statesville, and Rocky Mount, North Carolina, which coincidentally is where the 49ers are going to beat the Carolina Panthers this weekend. <clears throat> Just ah. needed to get that in there. Okay. Um, I don't actually know where they play in North Carolina, somewhere in but North it's in probably somewhere near one of those three cities. <laughs> uh, then the last week of January, watch for us in Philadelphia, PA, and Hudson, New York. Also in Enfield, Connecticut, and Springfield, Reading, Somerville, Marblehead, Concord, Winchester, Littleton, Tewksbury, and Boston, Massachusetts. To learn when and where we'll be in your neighborhood, just call us. Toll-free number is 866-887-2834. Or you can email us at podcast at voicecoaches.com, like Mary did today. Uh, we will happily accept your questions, your comments, and your topic suggestions. Remember, you can keep up with everything voiceover by liking us on Facebook and following us on Twitter. And next week, we're going to talk about our first girlfriends. <laughs> no? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with no on that oh, one. Okay, well, we'll think of something. Hope you'll join us then. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information. <laughs> I don't know where that came That's from. Okay. It just popped out. Yes, I have a sordid story of heartbreak and <laughs> awfulness. If people want to hear it, I could probably bring the mood down a little bit. You remember how to do this? Check, check. It's been a while, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's been a couple of weeks. Good old holidays. Good. Nothing, nothing like a couple of rusty podcasters to get things going. <laughs> rusty podcasters. Sounds like a great name for a rock group. Yeah, right? <laughs> It does actually. Rusty or a podcast. or a bad podcast. Uh, yeah, 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 there you go. Or a bad podcast about a rock group called Rusty, Rusty Podcasters. podcasters. <laughs> Don't be too let down uh, on your volume wise. Make sure we're matching. So yeah, I think we'll be don't all right. Put Chris through too much hell. Nah. Chris needs to go through a little hell once in a while. It's good for him. <laughs> Builds character. Puts hair in his chest. Oh, so it says, Dear Mike and Warren. See, my goal in, in 2014 is to get it to say, Dear Warren and Mike. Well, you know, you remember, you also were the one who got the email from, I forget who it was, it just said, Dear Warren. You oh, know, that's it didn't true. even have that's a mic true. attached. So <laughs> then it dawned on me that that was somewhat. <clears throat> Excuse me. Ah, jeez. <laughs> well, you did it during the, the I know, pickup, right? so don't worry about it. Yeah. I actually almost knocked my mic stand over. Well, uh, so that is a great way to get started, Warren. Obviously, um, I started in a, in a little different. Well, that's a stupid thing to say. I'm just gonna, that's all right. That's fine. I'm gonna. Read well, you can that. say, well, that's an interesting story, but I've got a more interesting story. <laughs> Except yeah, it's not. Whatever. Well, <laughs> I'm. I, I don't know if I've ever actually heard the story. So. It's not that exciting. Uh, um, make it exciting. Go I'm ahead. Gonna, I'm gonna try. Make all it right. up. Make it up. Say, okay. say you were right. discovered by right. Mel Gibson. Yeah, right. He's the one. Know. He's the name I want to be throwing around these days. Everyone loves Mel Gibson. I don't know why that name came. To <laughs> yeah, me. he left me a voicemail on my phone, and, uh, <laughs> and I thought he's got a nice voice. Right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let me uh, let me try that again. So, well, I was hanging out with Brad Pitt one day. There, there, now there you go. And uh, you know, right. Matt Damon, one yeah, of those guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me and Clooney. You know, we go way back. Way back. Well, that's a great story, Warren. That sounded really ingenuine. Uh, let me do that again. <laughs> Hey, that story was awesome, Warren. Nice Did you like that? One. I made it all up. Yeah, right. <laughs> 
Well, Warren, just like you, I also started when I was young. I did my first my first voiceover job. I th- want to say your, I was your around. Voiced, your yeah, voiced yeah, yeah. voiceover job. Yeah, yeah, go, yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Do it again. Mr. Perfection over there making fun of me for messing up a word. I didn't pick on you when you said, if you will, twice in the same sentence, but that's all right. Opened up Universal Studios mm. and they opened up the Mickey Mouse Club Studio or the Mickey the Mickey Mouse Club Studios. Um, Disney World. Yeah. yeah. Think about the different folks that have come through voice coaches here from all sorts of different backgrounds, Michael. Yeah, don't Michael. call me Michael. Well, where'd that come from? Are you my mother? <laughs> So thanks for the pod, the podcast. Yes. <laughs> well, that too. Yeah. I would like it if someone did the podcast. Yeah, right, though. right.